What's up, dude and dudettes? Welcome to the Dude Health Show. My name is Mitchie Wilder, and I'm a personal coach specializing in movement and nutrition. In this podcast, we will talk about food, fitness, and exercise, and how we can use these as beautiful outlets to have fun and live healthy lives. I hope you guys enjoy, and let's dig right in. Aloha, friends. Happy Aloha Friday. Happy Friday today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Mitchie Wilder. I'm a personal coach specializing in movement and nutrition. And today is going to be a fun one. We got a Friday freestyle. Today's Friday freestyle, I don't know what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to let it flow. I want to connect with you guys on a real level. And I think by taking these Friday freestyles to show you what's going on in my life and how I'm trying to get through things as well during my day, um, I think it's going to be a lot more personal. Um, Although I like our podcast where I can teach you guys things I also want to just share with you that I suffer, you guys. I'm vulnerable. And today, we're going to talk about who knows. So I want to get into it, you guys. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for joining me on the Dude Health Show here. Again, my name is Mitchie Wilder. And I want to start out by talking about the dude's discomfort. A little segment I like to do in every podcast about how I'm seeking discomfort at least once a week. Robin Sharma, author of the 5 a.m. Club and the monk who sold his Ferrari, says that we should be seeking discomfort once a week. I believe that the miracles come from seeking discomfort. So this week, you guys, guess what I'm doing? I'm going island hopping. I'm going to go over to the island of Kauai because I am based in, in Hawaii right now on the island of Oahu. So I'm going to be going over to Kauai for a seven-day camping, hiking trip on the beautiful coast of the Nepali coast, which is known for just its fantastic views. And I'm so excited because I have not been out with a backpack in a tent uh, underneath the stars and hiking every day in quite some time. So it's going to be a seven-day hiking trip. And we're going to be backpacking during the day, hiking during the day, and putting up our tents wherever we end. I'm going to go with a couple of my friends. And um, yeah, we got a bunch of permits and stuff because it is actually super tough to do this hike. Um, It's definitely limited to uh, just a few people um, a week, a month. And so I'm super excited for that. Get back out in nature. I'm so excited because I've been in Waikiki. The city of Waikiki is fantastic, but it's a little full on sometimes. So I'm excited to get out in nature for that. So you guys, what has been going on in my life? So this month, we're about a week into, what month is it? September. We're about a week into September right now. And This month, I have chosen to not track anything. 
So at the start of the month, I put away my aura ring that I track everything from my sleep to my calorie burn to all of my biometrics. I, I put that away. I also have a metabolic, a metabolic master. So I blow into this thing called a lumen and the lumen tells me what kind of energy I'm burning at each point of the day. It, it measures my CO2 and respiratory rate and it tells me if I'm burning carbohydrates or if I'm burning fat as energy. So I've put that away. I've put Miss Lumen down. Um, I also took the first week off of tracking food as well. So I used my fitness pal to track my food. I put that away. Um, I'm only going on social media when I'm posting. So like uh, when I'm posting podcasts like this, I'll go on social media, post it real quick, then hop off. Uh, yeah, so I've, I've done that for, it's been about a week and a half now. And it was really, really crazy what I experienced, you guys. Really crazy, actually, what I was experiencing. So for the first week, I felt like I had taken the training wheels off of a bike because I have been using these tracking devices for so long, for years. And, um, and when I kicked the, when, when I kicked the training wheels off, man, I started wobbling. Like I, I didn't know what to do without the training wheels. I was second guessing myself when I was, because although I'm like, I can look at whatever I'm eating and tell how many calories I'm eating. I didn't really trust myself. I, I didn't trust that because the MyFitnessPal wasn't telling me right in front of me so I couldn't see the numbers that this is how many calories I was eating. I started second guessing myself. And I noticed that after the end of the first week, I was having a very, very, very difficult time of uh, eating to what my body was saying. I felt like uh, I started eating in caloric excess and I was consuming a lot of carbohydrates. Like, let's say like I was probably eating 4,000 to 500 to 5,000 calories a day. Um, and I think it's main. and on the days that I wasn't, I just wasn't enjoying it because I didn't, I didn't trust that the calories that I was eating was actually that. So I realized that I had a really big dependency on that. I also realized I had a really big dependency on looking at my sleep the next morning uh, after I woke up and I was getting all of these dopamine hits. And so uh, whenever someone pulls out their phone, you get a hit of dopamine uh, in, in, in your brain and it's kind of like gives us that instant gratification. And I realized that during my day, I was looking at my aura ring stats and getting dopamine hits off that from, um, from seeing my calorie burn or from my workout. And so I was really relying on those little dopamine hits all day. Even when you pull uh, open Instagram or Facebook, uh, you get a hit of dopamine. And that's why it's so addicting for a lot of people because they're just addicted to the dopamine hits. And I realized that when I stopped tracking and I took all those things away, I, I think I started over consuming on carbohydrates because carbohydrates also give you that dopamine hit. And so I realized that I was like compensating because I had been so used to getting those little dopamine hits, all dopamine, dopamine. So I think it's a fun word to say sometimes, dopamine. 
So I was getting all those fun dopamine hits all day. And then when I took those away, man, I, I needed to compensate. So I just started getting those dopamine hits from carbohydrates. And I was like, what is going on here? And in the past, I would have judged myself. I, I would have gotten down on myself. I would have been like, what's wrong with you, Mitchie? Like, why are you eating so many carbohydrates? Like, you got to get it together. You're a mess, like whatever. And, and that's the kind of self-talk that I had in the past. But I realized that when I could look at the situation from true self-love and true non-judgmentalism, when I could observe what was going on, when I said, hey, why am I consuming so many carbohydrates right now? Like, I've never, well, I haven't had this problem in a long time. Like, what's going on? And so I started doing the research and I dug into a lot of things on, on the dopamine transmitter and how I was actually having like a chemical imbalance from getting all those dopamine hits during the day. And so with, without me judging myself, um, with me recognizing that I, I actually just had a chemical imbalance of dopamine um, in my body and I knew that I was resensitizing myself Meaning it's the same thing when you drink caffeine. Um, if, if you go without the caffeine, your receptors start to become resensitized. And, and so I realized that I was just resensitizing myself. And so I had to be really, really gentle with myself throughout the whole process. Because at times I did find myself saying, like, Mitchie, what's the matter with you, man? You're eating so many carbohydrates. And I realized there's nothing a matter with me. Like I am perfect the way I am right now, even if I'm ingesting a caloric surplus of, of 1,000 or 2,000 calories a day, if I was burning 3,000 calories and eating 4,000. And in all reality, it's not that big of a deal. Like I'm perfect the way I am right now. And I love myself for the way I am right now. And with that mindset, I was able to observe non-judgmentally of what was going on. And I was like, oh, I'm just resensitizing my, my dopamine receptors. So when I did have that carbohydrate craving, I didn't get down on myself for it. I said, Mitchie, this is just you resensitizing your receptors. Like your, your body has been so used to getting these dopamine hits all day, then, then it's, it's still looking for those dopamine hits. And so... The more I could recognize that, the more I got through it. And I did it with self-love. And after a week, I realized that I had resensitized my, my receptors. I had balanced them out. And I'm still going without the tracking now, but I have implemented back in the MyFitnessPal. But I'm doing it with a lot more mindfulness. And so I'm using it a lot more as a tool rather than a dopamine hit. And so it's been really great for that. So you guys, I, the main point of me saying this here is that even though I can recommend to all of you and all of my clients that, hey, we should be consuming 80% carbohydrates in the evening and 20% during the day. And, and I think that we should time our carbohydrates around workouts and all that. And I can have the knowledge and education. There could be other stuff going on. Uh, there, there could be psychological things going on. And if we 
love ourselves truly from a non-judgmental point of view, then we can grow from each of these beautiful learning lessons rather than going down or rather than going through the same loop of beating yourself up then doing the same thing, beating yourself up and doing the same thing, if we can break that loop and we can, and we can say, hey, why, why am I eating so many, so many carbohydrates? Like, like, why am I craving so many carbohydrates right now? Then you can break that loop of beating yourself up and learn from the lesson. And that's what I learned is when I start craving too many carbohydrates, um, then I can recognize, hey, I might have a neurotransmitter imbalance, meaning that I'm, I, I need to resensitize my receptors. And yeah, it kind of sucks the first few days going through it because your body is so used to getting all these dopamine hits. But after the first few days, it feels so good because I feel like I'm no longer a slave to those dopamine hits. And I can also move forward now with that knowledge and the wisdom and experience of, of what happens when we do get too dopamined out. So you guys, um, I'm actually really excited about that. And so it kind of makes me think about like the term suffering and how a lot of us in society turn away from suffering and we're scared of suffering and we don't want to suffer. But I'm realizing that suffering is where the learning lessons are. Like if we can suffer and embrace the suffering, I think there's a quote by, I think it was Lee, Lee Bardugo. I'm sorry if I butchered that name, but Lee Bardugo says that suffering is like anything else. Live with it long enough and you learn to like the taste. And that's so true because a month ago I did no caffeine for a week and I, I suffered. I suffered for the first few days of no caffeine but I felt so powerful when I coached myself through it with gentle love, self-love, unconditional self-love. And I was no longer a slave to the caffeine after a few days and I had resensitized everything. So now I can go back to caffeine, but I realized I don't even need it. Like I don't even need the caffeine every day or every other day. And so now I can use it as a tool rather than a crutch. Yeah, that's it. That's it right there. I can use the caffeine as a tool rather than the crutch. And the same with the MyFitnessPal. And I'm sure when I get back into all of the other tracking, um, if I do in the future, I'll be able to use all of those things as tools rather than crutches. And I was able to do that because I was a non-judgmental observer. Uh, right now, I'm doing some education through the Academy of Mindful Movement. I'm being coached to become a certified mindful movement instructor. And in, in our studies, we are taught that the mindful movement instructor is a non-judgmental observer of the body, emotions, and the mind. So this is something that ties in really well to what I've been going through is being that non-judgmental observer. And if we can sit at the point of being a non-judgmental observer of ourselves, of our body sensations, of our emotions and how we're feeling, 
and also of our mind and what's going on in our mind and our thoughts and our words. If we can be there as a non-judgmental observer, then we can truly learn from each experience and grow rather than just judging ourselves. Guys, it's not fair to ourselves that, that we judge ourselves in such critical ways. Like we're basically just a slave to ourselves. And I think that one of, one of the biggest things that we need to reclaim in our lives is self-love. That unconditional self-love, being our very own best friend. The best friend that will listen no matter what, without judgment. The best friend that'll laugh at you or laugh with you when you're going through struggles. That best friend that'll always also be empathetic in your support system for you. We can be that to ourselves. And that's something that I'm really realizing is that to find true joy in life, you got to be best friends with yourself because then you can get through anything. Because then you can be consuming carbohydrates in excess and be, and be like, oh man, you're consuming a lot of carbohydrates right now. What's going on? Rather than, oh, you're so bad. Oh, you're so bad. Like how can you're consuming so many carbohydrates and then you start over-exercising and killing yourself because you feel like you got to go work off those calories. I've been there. I've been there. And it's not any fun. You feel like a slave to a slave to something, a slave to the process. But I feel like if we can step back and observe, hey, why am I doing this? Like, why is this going on? What's like, what, what can I learn from this? Then we can grow exponentially and forever. I'm realizing that I have such a newfound passion for life in the past few days with this understanding of being my very own best friend because it makes life life sound so fun and i'm sure many of you are out there that are like yeah like i can't believe you're just realizing this mitchie like yeah you got to be your own best friend you self-love comes first unconditional self-love comes first and i'm just glad that i found it we are perfect as we are now. And if we set those conditions on our self-love, saying, I'm going to love myself when I get to this weight, when I get to this much muscle mass, when I get to this body fat percentage, we will always be on the hamster wheel of addictive personal growth. And that's something that I've caught myself on. And so by sitting in the now and being so proud of ourselves now, no matter what we've gone through, no matter where we're going, accepting ourselves for who we are right now is the only way that we're going to experience true joy. Because when we do get to that body fat percentage, if, if it is conditional in the way that we're saying, oh, I'm going to love myself when I get to this much body fat you're gonna get to that much body fat percentage and still not love yourself. I know that because I've done it. I told myself that I would love myself when I got to 4% body fat. And guess what? I got to 4% body fat and guess what I wanted to do? 
oh, I'm going to love myself when I get to 3% body fat. And I got the 3% body fat. Guess what I did? I was so unfulfilled. Why? Because I was not happy and not content with the being that I was then. And so now, you guys, it makes the journey so much more fun for me to love myself for who I am now and then experience that beautiful growth along the way because I don't even think that growth can happen if we are not a non-judgmental observer. If we don't sit in full self-love and observing ourselves non-judgmentally, then how are we going to learn from learning lessons? Like I was saying earlier, we're going to get caught in that loop that I got caught in where it's just beat yourself up, beat yourself up and do the same thing, do the same thing, beat yourself up for doing the same thing. And then, and it's just a vicious loop. But if we can step out of that loop and look at it from a broader point of view, a broader perspective, a much more open perspective, then we'll be able to learn from each lesson and it will be so much more fun because we're laughing and joking with ourselves along the way. And I know I'm not perfect at this yet because I am just opening up to this realization, but it has, it, it makes life sound like so much more fun being my best friend along this journey of whatever lesson comes toward me then I know I'll be able to handle it with joy, presence, and laughter because I am my own best friend. And I know that I might be ranting here, but I hope that you guys get something from this because it's been really powerful for me and it also feels very freeing right now to be honest with you guys that I, I do struggle. I struggle every day. I suffer every day. But embracing this suffering is really what is getting me through it like i'm actually starting to enjoy the taste of suffering because i'm like hey what's going on here hey how like why why am i craving all these carbohydrates rather than going to eat the carbohydrates and being like oh i shouldn't have done that i'm like hey why am i doing this and even if i do choose to go eat the carbohydrates i'm gonna be right there by my side saying hey man it's all good but why why is this going on is it because I'm burning a lot more calories? Is it because I, 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 I'm needing the dopamine hits? And if we can look at it, then we can look at every angle and try and figure it out and also go and educate ourselves. There's so many awesome podcasts because literally all I did was type in on Google um, Ben Greenfield Fitness car Carbohydrate and Sugar Cravings and then I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole because Ben Greenfield has been one of my big mentors um, in my personal growth journey. And so whoever your mentor is, go and type in whatever you're, you're looking for, whatever you're trying to uh, wonder why it's going on in your life. And so I typed in Ben Greenfield sugar and carbohydrate cravings and I found out that through the research, they've shown that it could be a neurotransmitter uh, imbalance and I truly believe that's what it was and I believe that I'm getting closer and closer to a, a nicer a much more nice equilibrium of my neurotransmitters so you guys I want to wrap it up with one more segment called surf lessons and uh, surf lessons as you know I love surfing
And surfing has taught me so much about life, so much about life. And the lessons that I learned from surfing, I realized I can take directly into my land life, life on land. And it relates beautifully because the beautiful ocean, Mother, Mother Ocean, um, the ocean god in Hawaii is called Keakua. The lessons that Keakua teaches me are just amazing. So I want to share with you one today. Let's see. And I'm going to take it off the top of my head. It's going to be a freestyle. Um, Keakua has recently taught me that, yeah, I guess it can relate right into this, being the non-judgmental observer of others as well. I remember when I would first go out surfing and I would look at other people and their physical appearances and what they're wearing and how they were surfing and what kind of waves they were catching. And I realized that by me judging them, and I don't think it was from a point of non-judgmental observer. I'm pretty sure I was observing it from a point of a judgmental observer. Uh, and so, and I'm not quite sure there is a positive judgmental observer. Um, I think the positive is when we're a non-judgmental observer. But anyways, when I realized I was out there and I was judging all these people around me, I wasn't having a good time surfing. I wasn't focused on me. I, I was missing the waves that were meant for me that Keakua was bringing to me, but I was missing them because I was so focused on the other people. And that was really prevalent to me in my gym session this morning. So I went to the gym this morning at a functional fitness exercise workout and it was 45 minutes long and I realized like halfway through my session I was paying attention a lot to the guys around me and I was judging them in ways of which they were doing and I realized that it was taking me out of the present moment of me focusing on that bicep curl that I was doing or that squat that I was doing. And it was giving me very poor form because I was not mindful of my movement while I was moving. I, I was paying attention to what the dudes next to me were doing in a judgmental way. And, um, and I was not getting the most out of my workout. So I guess the main idea here from this surf lesson is that when we are too focused on others, when we are too focused on judging others, then we get away from being present, being present with ourselves and in our body. And there's no growth that can happen if we're not mindful of ourselves and our body and having a good time in our own. Like, like I think of like a little bubble around me. Like, uh, like get in your bubble, stay there and have fun. And so for the for the remainder of my workout, I was in my own bubble. I was having fun. I wasn't even paying attention to what was going on around me. Like I was obviously in the most mindful way from a non-judgmental observer's point of view, but I was no longer a judgmental observer. I wasn't looking at people saying, oh, I can't believe they're skipping this set or they're doing that because it was, cause it was taken away from the beauty of my movement practice. And so I had a really, really awesome final, well, it like I had a really awesome first half of my workout, but halfway through I caught myself being the judgmental observer, but I had a really awesome final half of my workout because I realized that 
the non-judgmental observer point of view, then, then we can just flow. Like we can be in our flow state, not caring what other people think. And we can do the same thing when we're walking down the street. Or if you're listening to music, like you can be in your own world. You can be dancing if you want. Who cares what people think? Because at the end of the day, it's all about us just having fun and vibing and being present and moving with it, shaking with it, doing with it. Man, it's so fun being present. And we can only be present if we are in that non-judgmental observer point of view. So I know I kind of rabbit hole it there. And, but the, the learning lesson from surfing that it taught me that I was able to directly take over into my land life is that from the non-judgmental observer, we can enjoy ourselves and we can enjoy the moments that we're experiencing to ourselves, for ourselves. And if someone comes into our energy field and they're vibing it too and you can collaborate and have fun and maybe party wave it and catch a wave with them together and you guys are having a good time, like that's even better. But it's from that non-judgmental observer's point of view. I should say that one more time. I, I wish I had a, a, a counter for how many times I've said non-judgmental observer in this podcast. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys sticking with me here. So I guess the main thing that I'm taking with me here is that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really focus on doing my own thing. I'm going to really focus on being present in my own body in my own emotions, in my own mind, having a good time, because I know that's what everyone else is doing too. And there's no reason for us to be judging each other. And I really understand that the judgment that I was projecting onto others probably started out initially with self-judgment, meaning that I was judging myself. And then that's why I was judging others. I don't think that I could be a non-judgmental observer of myself and then start judging others. Because I think if I'm judging others, I'm also judging myself. So it's also a good, a good reality check for me um, in that way to be like, hey, I might be judging myself and let's go back to self-love. And so then when I can come to the point or start from the point of self-love, then the judgment of others doesn't even exist because the judgment of self doesn't exist. It's all non-judgmental. And that might sound a little bit woo-woo, but that's what the point of this Friday freestyle is that I am going to sound woo-woo sometimes because that's who I am. And I like to figure out the spiritual side of this human experience. And I'm okay with that. And I hope you guys are okay with that too because it is a big point of our being I'm so glad that you guys are still listening and thank you for still listening if you are. And I want to wish you a happy Friday. And I also want to send you lots of love. And I also want to send you lots of strength and lots of power. And you guys, this human experience on this planet, in this world, it's meant to be fun. And it's meant to be enjoyable. And there ain't no fun and no joy in judgment. I love you guys so much. Let's all get back to the roots of self-love and just loving ourselves unconditionally. And if you are there, 
please, please just keep spread, spreading that love to everyone else. And I appreciate you so much if you are there from that unconditional self-love. Please help us, like people like me, please help us show us the way of what it means to be unconditional and self-loving. And you guys, I wish you a happy Friday, a happy Aloha Friday. And I'm going to be out camping, but I'll definitely be thinking of you guys. I love you so much. I wish you a happy weekend, happy thoughts, happy life, one love. You guys are great. Hey, 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 dude and dudettes. If you like today's show, the best thing that you can do for me is share this information. I want everyone out there to know how to optimize their body, their brain, and their overall health and well-being to live happy, beautiful lives. You know what I'm saying? You can also go check me out at the Dude Health Show on Instagram. You can also check me out on Facebook at Mitchie Wilder. And until next time, experience beautiful moments. I love you guys so much.